Hi gorgeous, this is episode number 10 and back with us today is Unstoppable Tracy. Hi, this is Unstoppable Tracy. You are listening to Heart Cells with Christine Schlonsky. Please enjoy our episode. Hey gorgeous, I am so happy that you are back today. In case you are listening in for the first time, make sure you check out episode number nine, where we also had the wonderful, unstoppable Tracy with us. And Tracy is so unique and she lives high performance in her life. She teaches it in her business. She has helped companies to get that laser focus, to build teams, to outperform the stock market in times of crisis, such as Uber and Air Canada. She also is an international speaker based out of Toronto. She has shared the stage with Jane Fonda, John Travolta, Mel Gibson, Mark Wahlberg, just to give you a few of those amazing names. She always gets standing ovations because her story is just mind-blowing. Also, she was featured in Oprah Magazine, where her story was shared as a quest for the Gold World Cup sailor, who climbed the Himalayan mountains, captained a 110-foot tall ship, and also won para-skiing bronze. What you might not know about Tracy, she was born a four-way amputee, and she made all of these amazing things happen. So let's get back and tune in to this wonderful part two interview with the unstoppable Tracy. Well, thank you, Christine. Amazing. So we finished the conversation off and you said that you decided to invest into yourself to take on coaching. And I think this is such an important part in our lives because so often we don't realize right? You had a coach for sailing, you had a coach for skiing, but mm -hmm. you didn't have a coach for your life and your business, which is such an important part. So um, I learned a long time ago when I had to make a big investment into myself, into my business coach, um, that the investment you are making in yourself is also what you can ask of your clients. And um, that might sound a little bit confusing right now, but it, it basically it says that if you have not invested the amount you are wanting to receive from your clients into yourself, you will not align with that energy. Yeah. And um, I think it's so true and so important um, that we all get coaching and we have coaches, both of us, <laughs> and oh uh, we coach as well. So coaching is such an important skill in life. Um, can you maybe dive um, a little bit into somebody who might have the scarce mindset of thinking, well, if I do invest in myself, will I get that money back? When will I get that money back? What is a good conversation to have with oneself to help making a bigger investment and to really going to go for it? It can be super scary, especially when there's very little funds pretty much strapped all together. But if you do what you've always done, you get what you always got. Mm -hmm. 
And so if you don't take that investment and do something drastically different, then, then you're not going to get drastically different results. So it's having that courage to do something drastically different than you normally do in order to be able to get those drastically different results. And so, you know, a little story, for example, like when I started skiing, we didn't know how I would do that without my legs. And a lot of people in the skiing for people with disabilities world, they use a sit ski. But because I don't have hands as well as legs, the sit ski without my hands wasn't going to work. I couldn't use the outriggers. And so even though we didn't know how I would ski, even though you don't know how you're going to get the funds together, even though you don't know how you're going to regenerate those funds and get the payback for those funds, you got to go for it. We had no idea how I would ski, but I had to just believe that I'm going to ski. And I knew I was going to ski and I had no idea how, but I wasn't going to figure it out on a couch at home. I wasn't going to figure it out in my computer, Google searching. I had to get out there. And, and, and I went to a festival where there was a whole bunch of other great ski instructors. So that who I surrounded myself with was who I was going to become. And there was a lot of ideas there. And when I got to that ski hill, what we didn't know at home, but by showing up and believing and going all in. And I can tell you when I left, I'm like, what am I doing? Was this a bad idea? So when you go for it, it doesn't mean it's without those fearful, regretful, holy cow, what did I do kind of moments. But you still, you go for it and you, you ride the roller coaster through those moments. You're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Was that a crazy decision? But you did it. You're all in. So go for it and go all in. Like, okay, so you get to that ski hill or you get to that spending that you've done and you make the most of it. And I was there at the ski hill and my ski instructor, he had size 12 feet. <laughs> size 12 feet. And what we did was we took my long walking legs off and we put men's ski boots on my thighs backwards. We weren't gonna figure that out on a couch at home, right? Sometimes there's some really wacky solutions for our business, for our conversations with our teens, for our not-for-profit efforts, for our making lots of money efforts, whatever it is, we just don't know and you're not gonna figure it out at home. You're not gonna figure it out Google searching forever and surfing Facebook and liking everything. Sometimes you gotta just go for it and get yourself out there in the playing field so that you can see the possibilities that come up and jump and seize those opportunities in that moment. I saw the boots and I realized that these men's ski boots backwards because boots are bent a little bit. And with the boots forward and no knees, I was falling forwards. But with the boots backwards with no toes, it didn't matter that the toes were empty, right? The boots backwards put me on an angle in a skier's duck squat position. But you know what happened when I got on the chairlift with these backwards ski boots uh, and I used snow blades so the bindings could ski forwards or backwards. When I got on the chairlift through a series of comedy of errors, just like whenever you start something new in business or in life or in relationships, I ended up at the top of a ski run called OM. Gee, oh my goodness. And that's what happens. We always, we end up, we go all in and we're like, okay. And then we find out what we didn't know we didn't know. And now we're like swarmed with, oh my goodness, 
what am I in? Holy cow, what am I in? And so we have these, oh my goodness, revelations and learning. And I wiped out in the trees 12 times. But what do you do when you wipe out? You just get back up. What did I do when I fell out of the sailboat? Just get back in. What did Walt Disney do when he went bankrupt nine times? He did it one more time. And so it is scary going and investing in higher performance coaches, for example. And you do have those moments of regret. What have I done? Is this paying off? Especially when you're wiping out in the trees symbolically or falling out of the boat symbolically. But actually that learning, that falling, those wipeouts, they're all part of the learning journey. Walt Disney was the amazing Walt Disney because of what he learned when he went bankrupt nine times. I am a World Cup sailor, not because I stayed in the boat. And it's scary investing in high performance coaches or quitting our jobs or getting the overhead that we need or approaching funders. So we have these scary conversations like investment in self for high performance coaching. Will it pay off? But we don't figure it out on a couch at home. We have to go for it. Yeah, I so, so agree. And, you know, that's, uh, I always say, you know, follow your heart and, you know, go for your dreams, but you have to take action. So stop just dreaming and act now because there is no pizza man going to deliver your dream while you sit on the couch. No. <laughs> so I trust me, I've tried. It didn't it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I tried a little bit as well and then I figured massive inspired action is a way to to go. Um so that's that's beautiful. And you know you you have had so amazing successes in your life and you seem so very confident and like everything you do, you've got it together. Um, how do you handle or how, how do you deal this harmony or balance in your life? Um, what, can, what kind of advice can you give? I mean, we already learned in the last episode that no means no, like they don't know. Um, and I learned that no means not now, um, which means, you know, there are information missing, which kind of plays into the same thinking into the same mindset. So what do you do in your life to keep a certain amount of harmony or balance? And I think harmony and balance is relevant to everybody. Um, yeah. uh, and I think a little bit of tough love, you know, the worst thing in the world is a good excuse. Ooh. Uh, and so I have, like as a four-way amputee, I have every excuse to be on some kind of supportive government program for wages, uh, if it existed. And it does in some countries, but it, it doesn't exist for me here in, in Canada uh, because I've demonstrated a certain level of competency. Uh, and, you know, some of us have had horrific abuse stories and are going through really hard times and significant loss of all different kinds, uh, too hard to even describe and put words to. And we all have, and some of us have, even better e reasons. Excuse is a hard word, but better reasons to not necessarily be quitting our job now or be going for it now or be going all in now or, you know, putting in extra hours now. Uh, but 
And so when you, the hardest thing in the world is when you have a really good excuse. And you know, when you have a good excuse, it prevents you from being limitless. So the bonus to no excuses, even if you've got a good one, no excuses, no limits. Mm. You want the secret to a limitless life is no excuses, no matter what. And so, you know, we talk about balance and you're, I'm not going to say the importance of sleeping <laughs> because it's actually, if I really wanted to be sailing, then that was 24-7. I trained every day and I woke up every day at 5.30. And funny thing, when I wanted my business to take off, it was the same thing. Mm. It was a seven-day-a-week project and it was waking up at 5.30. And when I wanted my bestseller book to be out instead of next year, next year, next year, you know, a book on the shelf and in the process isn't doing you any good. But as an entrepreneur, even just as an e-book, is way better out and we really work at perfection and I just need another copy or I just want another editor or I just want a different chapter and and there'll always be more edits and versions but it's not really doing you any good and, and another secret is most people don't read the book and when and then the small percent the one two three percent that actually read the book out of the hundred percent of people that actually buy it only out of that 1% that actually buy it, that are reading it, they're only reading the first three chapters. They're not even reading the whole book. So, you know, sometimes we just got to go for it and go all in and, and you achieve balance by not waiting, by not not doing it. It's still, you achieve balance by setting yourself some goals and working backwards and figuring out what does it take and you get, I get balance from the satisfaction of accomplishment, which is great, but it doesn't mean a lot of sleep, right? I still wake up at 5.30 and, it, and I achieve balance by, you know, by having conversations that lead to and experiences. This is great. This is an amazing way to spend some time. I'm having a phenomenal time, which is just as great as movies. This is better than going to the movies, I'm having a conversation with Christine Shlonsky. <laughs> it's way better than a movie. So I'm achieving balance now because I'm having this great conversation with this super motivational woman who's like-minded. And yeah. so you just redefine balance. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is social for me as well as wonderfully thriving and it's gonna make a difference for both of us because all my world's gonna know Christine and all Christine's world's gonna know Unstoppable Tracy. Yeah. So it helps the business, but it also helps fill my soul because you are a heartfelt seller, right? Yes. Heart awesome. self, yeah. right? And cool. so it's, it's yeah. business and social, right? It's, it's, there's, there's a bit of balance there, but you, you, it isn't balance like the way you think. You want to be skyrocketing 10 times the results, then you need to be putting in skyrocketing 10 times the efforts. There's yeah. no magic wand. No magic pizza boy. No, unfortunately not. But that's also the beauty because, you know, the accomplishment and um, the, the joy it brings and the difference because, you know, heart-centered entrepreneurs, they want to make a difference in the world. Yeah. They want to get their products and services to the customers who love it and who, who then can have a different life, a transformation, a better life. And that's what, that's what we're all here for. 
So, um, in, you know, as being sales, being the backbone of each and every business, um, and, and fueling each and every business and making the different, the distinction from having a hobby to having a business. Um, I, I just wanted to put more emphasis on um, the sales part. So we already covered in the first um, conversation in the last episode that no means um, they don't know. But how do you handle this emotional part of rejection today? Um, when people say no to you, like, uh, can you can you help us through that process that you are going through? Because I know a lot of people, they cringe, they shrink, they feel really, really bad. Um, what can they do to pick themselves up? There's a lot of power in no means they don't know, right? And a lot of power in me getting that early at five. You know, at five years old, we made it mean that we're too tall or too small. So at five, I made it mean no just means they don't know. So it took a lot of the sting out of the no that I hear. Uh, there's still frustrating times with no. Like, for example, when I wanted to pursue my Paralympic dream, uh, I thought, okay, if I'm going to pursue Paralympic dream, I got I to gotta surround myself with Paralympians, not around Toronto sailors. I need international Paralympic sailors. And then I realized if I surround myself with international Paralympic sailors, then I'm just going to be the same. I want to be thriving and and lovingly winning, right? I want to be skyrocketing. So then I got to surround myself with people that are better than that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to surround myself with gold Olympians, <laughs> not Paralympians, but Olympians, gold able-bodied Olympians. So I searched out a man named Magnus Ligidal. He's a gold Olympian. And, and I phoned him and I emailed him and I Facebooked him and I Twittered him and every which way, upside down and backwards. And he never replied. And I just, I knew in my heart of hearts that I had to pursue this Paralympic dream. It was like a crystal clear vision that came to me in a moment where I thought I was going to die on an airplane. And so it also fueled a lot of passion. I'm like, I think I'm going to die. If I live, I'm going to pursue my Paralympic dream. And I lived. I'm like, okay, so I got to do this. I got to figure it out. And so that meant getting Magnus. So when he didn't reply, I realized okay, I got to speak to his listening. I got to get face to face with him, right? So when I get down there, I, I put, I, I sold my bed. I sold my dresser. I put everything I owned on an app on Google called Kijiji. And if it didn't sell, I gave it away. I donated it. And it didn't fit in my car. It didn't come with me. My bed didn't fit in my car, so it didn't come with me. So I drove down five days, lived in my car, and when I got to Miami, Florida, where Magnus Ligidal was, the gold Olympian, he wasn't there. So there was like another level of no, like, you know, you, you think you're pursuing your, your dream and you've gone all in and I've given up my friends and my family. They're all really mad and worried that I'm leaving. They think I'm crazy that I'm doing this. They're not supporting me. So they're not on the phone with me. They're not saying you can do it. Like there's nobody on the telephone for five days with me. It's all alone. And, and, and they're in fact against the idea. And I gave up my house and job, like everything, five days. And then he's not even there. 
So I pull my car in between two big multi-million dollar yachts because I think who you surround yourself with is who you become. <laughs> so I'm going to surround myself with these multi-million dollar yachts. And I woke up at 5.30 in the morning with sunrise because I'm in my car, right? Well, I was exactly where I needed to be because at 5.30 in the morning, guess who's washing boats? Hmm. Magnus Lidgetal. And so sometimes we feel like we're struggling or uh, we're hard done by, oh no, five days and I gave up everything and I all the there and he's not even there. But I needed to be in that parking lot at 5.30 in the morning. I needed to sleep in my car because I never would have been there at 5.30 in the morning for my hotel probably, right? Yeah. I needed to be there. And we don't always know why, but I needed to be there. And then I got to see Magnus. And I jumped out of my car and I ran over and I'm like, Magnus, Magnus, I'm unstoppable Tracy from Toronto. And I'm going to pursue my Paralympic dream. I'm, I'm so sorry that I phoned you and emailed you and WhatsApped you and LinkedIn you. I, I know it was a bit harassing. I, and then nothing from Magnus, right? Hmm. He's just sort of like smiling pleasantly, nothing reacting. And I'm like talking a mile a minute. But obviously I'm talking about my dream and my purpose and, and everything going on in my world. And so I was getting like a kind of a no from him. I was getting a nothingness from him, like a zero interest from him. Well, I realized I wasn't speaking to his listening, right? He was washing a boat. So I needed to pick up a sponge and wash the boat with him. And so that's what I did. I ended up washing boats for Magnus and, and getting lunch for him and helping him with the books and fixing boats for three months. For three months, I washed and waxed and fixed boats and supported Magnus before he said, come on, let's go sailing. Wow, that's dedication and that's pursuing your dream. And that's what no is sometimes. No is, what does it take to speak to their listening? Mm. What am I not seeing? What's their conversation? Selling isn't about me. Selling is about their listening. Yeah. And so they're not saying no. They're, you just haven't found their listening. You just haven't spoke to them yet. You haven't put in enough diligence and tenacity to figure out what it is that they need yet. Amazing. Yeah. I, I, just, I just love this so much. This is so helpful and valuable, Tracy. I really, really love it. Um, so what do you do when you have a bad day? Mm. Well, I tell you, like even at those three months of washing boats for Magnus, mm -hmm. right? And I was still living out of my car in a parking lot, mm. right? Three months living in my car and, you know, showering in the sailing docks and eating Cheerios because I wasn't earning money. And, and like, what am I doing? And nobody supports me. And Magnus isn't really all I am is free donated labor for Magnus. I'm not getting any sailing time, right? And what's going on, right? And uh, I just... I needed to look, and this was, and then recently, like wanting to be on stages and investing a lot of money in my high-performance coach, and what have I done? All this money with this high-performance coach, and both times, living out of my car with Magnus, and then more recently, after investing in coaching in 2017, and not making the money right away, was the self-mirror talk, 
like in my car, I had to look in my rear view mirror and talk to myself. But what my conversation that wasn't working was Magnus is going to sail with me today. Magnus is going to be convinced today. And that wasn't, that wasn't useful because I didn't believe that Magnus was going to because Magnus hadn't. Mm. And so then I like changed the conversation to, okay, I'm going to do everything I can do today. I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be today. And that I had control over, right? I didn't have control over whether Magnus came in today, but I had the control over, I'm going to be the best version of myself today and being all in and the bravest I can be and be confident today. And I deserve to be here right along with all these gold Olympians, even as a female, even as a four-way amputee, even as a non-competitive sailor from Toronto. These people have been in international regattas. I mean, that took a lot of gumption, a lot of uh, cheeky belief that I'm with these gold Olympians that have been in international regattas all their life with their arms and their legs and all their muscles and all their machismo maleness. And I believed I deserved to be there. Uh, and, and, and when I really believed that, uh, it, it was when that three month mark, right? Magnus saw a different version of me in readiness and, and okay, she's ready. She's here. She's got the confidence. So now we can do it. If she doesn't believe she can do it, then she can't do it. She believes she can do it. She can do it. And so saying it and believing it are, are two different things. Yeah. And so you really got to believe it. So when I found something I could believe in, and then it wasn't saying I'm going to be the best version of myself today talking to that mirror. It was saying that like 12 times in the rearview mirror. And even more recently, even with the money conversation, uh, people want to pay me. I have a gift that people are thirsty for and, and, and shame on me for not sharing it because then these people don't de get to make a difference in their own lives because I haven't given them that insight into realizing, wow, no excuses, no limits. And if Tracy can do it with no arms and no legs from affordable housing, I can do it with my arms and my legs and my life's upbringing, right? I have no excuses after hearing Tracy's story. And so if I can give somebody that gift of no excuses and, and that they get to experience no limits, then, then world peace 2035 is possible because it, it, it's one little drop at a time, right? One person at a time. Yeah. And so even that, so now my conversation in the mirror isn't about sailing with Magnus and that I can do it. Now my conversation in the mirror for a while was about money and that uh, people want to pay me and that the money's going to pour in and then I can make a difference to many as a result. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's, uh, it's kind of like the Tom Hanks movie, Castaway, right? When he was alone on that island and he had Will, he put that blood handprint on that basketball and he talked to Will. And yeah. believing it. And he took many days before he finally built a raft and went out to sea to get himself off that island. Uh, and, and, and so you're exactly where you need to be, all of you listeners. You're exactly where you need to be. And maybe it's in a parking lot, sleeping in your car, between a couple of car, million-dollar boats. But it's exactly where you need to be till you get to a place where you believe you can do it. And here's the secret. You can do it. You are doing it. No excuses. No limits. 
Thank you so, so much. Unstoppable Tracy. What a fun time to spend with, with each other. Uh, and I just loved every bit of it. And I'm, I'm so happy that we get to share this with our audiences because it's, it's like it's gold dust, right? Believe in yourself and what can yeah. you do just every day, the, the will to become the best version you can be that day. Don't worry what's going to be in five years, in 10 years, in a no. year. Just be the best version you can be that day and take it step by step by step and just follow your heart and your dreams. And then one day you're going to wake up and your dream has manifested. But you seize the opportunity step yes. by step every day. If someone says, and I, how about now? Please don't answer what well, we haven't planned for it. Say, okay, let's figure it out. I don't know how, but let's figure it out. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so, so much for your wisdom, for your time, for your love, for your energy. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> what a blessing to be here on this call with you. <laughs> thank you so much and bye for now. Bye everyone, unstoppable you. To connect yourself to the Unstoppable Tracy, just Google Unstoppable Tracy. You find her anywhere on social media and her homepage unstoppabletracy.com. Gorgeous, I hope that you got so much out of this episode that you understand the no excuses philosophy. It's done with love and Tracy showed us a very beautiful way. I am so excited that she spent her time with us and that we were able to learn so many things about perseverance, about getting yourself a coach, about how to understand and know that we all get in our life. Please understand you are never alone. There's so many more people being on the same path, going through the same struggles, falling out of the sailboats or falling from their skis running into trees and the only thing you need to do is get back up so you can give your gifts to the world and you can follow your heart, your dreams and actually create the life that you desire. To give you a little bit support with your sales mindset, to turn that into a sales success mindset, hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, join the success library. That is my free membership. And there you will find the sales journaling prompts. You can start using them right away to uplift yourself in each and every sales conversation. These prompts have helped me so much in my own journaling and I would love for you to get them as well because I would love to share them. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you check out the next episode. You subscribe, you invite your friends, family and business partners so they can all get this amazing value. And I'm just saying bye for now.